Perfect. Thanks, Stephanie. So just to talk a little bit more about managed service uh, providers and, and get into it, uh, managed uh, service providers like ourselves can help extend IT resources, capabilities at your business without the expense, difficulty of finding or hiring and retraining of, of staff. So it, it helps complement current environment uh, staff resources when you may not have that talent handy. How does the process start? Well, it starts with onboarding. So whether that onboarding uh, happens on site or uh, uh, even over the phone, it depending on how that onboarding goes, uh, what we do is we start off with cataloging the environment, uh, the passwords, employee details, uh, who and how access is granted, uh, things like networking topology, how everything uh, connects within your organization, and using these uh, using these pieces of information to better understand and know what makes your business work and what pieces are critical to your business. So uh, what may be high priority for one business organization may not be for another. So uh, having, having that onboarding process allows uh, all the nuances that make your business unique and how you function, those are all captured during, during an onboarding uh, process itself. So uh, desktop requirements, the server setups themselves, uh, any of those types of uh, environments are, are cataloged, they're put into uh, a repository, and this is what is given to a managed services team so that when you're brought on board, a presentation is given to the internal team themselves and they can look at it. And this is how they're going to understand how your organization interacts, what, op uh, what operating systems, what software applications, um, how and who uses them. And that way, if there's a ticket or a problem, uh, the right steps and the right process is already behind the scenes set up so that those who are supporting it can ask the right questions and uh, correct whatever that, those problems may be as they come up. So it's the first part is just getting to know who you are, who your business is, how it operates, and getting that documentation in. And that's that's really the big step of onboarding. Taking it one step further, we, we start to dive into monitoring, whether that's the, the server, the network, or the desktop. So Networking hardware or servers, it's extremely important that we're proactive with our measures and how we keep your business humming along. So to do this, monitoring agents are installed to review and report whether an environment is in either a green, yellow, or a red state. And to be sure that these alerts are accurate, fine-tuning of the agents is performed uh, the first month during that onboard and, and during kind of that first month trial trial of how things are set up so this is where it helps that we ensure that accurate temperature reporting is is set up for your environment so that we know if something comes into the system in a ticket as uh, critical or red that it's actioned accordingly as a, a p1 if it's yellow uh, you know it needs to have action but it's not urgent that it happens right this this instant or if a system is reporting green and properly making sure that having those thresholds set up in the system so that we know your environment is is working properly and you know that your environment is being looked after behind the scenes. So this, this can be a big piece and a big component to uh, understanding and again, having your environment looked after outside of uh, your workplace by uh, a managed service uh, company like ourselves. 
what types of monitoring can uh, be expected with that, it, whether it's antivirus, uh, malware reporting itself, uh, data backup services, uh, making sure that uh, backups themselves complete 100%, uh, and if they don't, making sure that action is taken to resolve that. Network monitoring, whether it's a switch, Wi-Fi routers, or even the ISP, the service provider who, who provides your internet for your office. These are, these are, again, monitors that are set up and a managed service provider uh, like ourselves uh, look after these, these types of things behind the scenes. So if the internet goes down at a location, um, we can get involved and get uh, in contact with your ISP, whether it be TELUS, Bell, whoever, and get a ticket opened up, figure out what is going on with your uh, internet connection and make sure it's action appropriately. So if an on-site technician needs to be dispatched, getting a ticket opened up with that ISP and having a ticket sent to, to yourselves behind the scenes to show that this ticket has been opened up, you will be getting a contact uh, touch point from uh, the local ISP provider to your location, what that window of time will be, and those things to get looked after for you outside uh, outside of your regular business hours or during uh, for you as being a managed service provider. Software services, we have again agents that are installed to help monitor things like whether you have an SQL server or services, OS or even domain controllers cloud computing services so again whether or not things are backing up to the cloud or you may have applications that are hosted in the cloud being able to monitor and keep keep track of uh, that the connections themselves to the cloud environment patching hardware health again very important being able to report back when machines uh, are either active or inactive on the system being able to flag them accordingly and having that proactive monitoring on your hardware and equipment uh, during those times so that failures can be addressed before they become large failures. We'll move on to the next slide. So talking a little bit more on uh, monitoring and, and the services for them. So again, security uh, is a very big topic that we look at uh, today, uh, whether it's involving uh, the patching and and security patching of machines, uh, AV and antivirus uh, definitions are kept up to date and machines are reporting back uh, into, the, uh, into the system so we know that your machines are all in good health. If a machine does report back that it's not or it's missing its uh, updates, this is where that proactive engagement from the team can get in touch with the user of that machine, start working on uh, resolving what may have caused that machine not to update and be able to bring it back into that green health status that it should be in so that you know your environment's fully secure, fully patched. Uh, again, looking even at uh, on-site cloud backups or, or server backups, whether it be on-prem or in the cloud, having that monitoring system to be able to report back when you have backups occurring, whether there was a pause in the backup or a hiccup, and then being able to have those addressed so that those backups do complete fully. And then of course, having a reporting structure to, to be able to see how that backup structure or the, the security system and the patches work themselves. So to see that you're fully patched, fully backed up. When it comes to the hardware agents, like I was mentioning before, uh, having that monitor agent on your machines, it, it helps us have uh, eyes on your hardware when a, that way if a hardware failure, whether it be like a, 
uh, hard drive that starts to uh, exhibit problems for, for data storage, uh, they can be addressed before they become larger problems and a drive failure actually occurs. So some of those types of monitors and agents are, are big helps. So understanding, again, talking a little bit about what's in scope and out of scope for managed service agreements. Um, one thing that uh, does come up quite a bit when we talk uh, with people is understanding where files are stored uh, when backups occur and, and just how do I get access to them or what's that process look, look like. So um, most local desktops with the way systems are set up today, uh, files are usually not stored on a local machine. Usually it's stored to a server environment, a SharePoint environment, or potentially the cloud. And depending on how the uh, individual organization has their data set up, will determine how uh, data is retrieved. But what's nice is when you have a managed service team working for you, if a file is uh, deleted by accident, it's as simple as opening up a ticket. So uh, opening up that ticket, have, including the file name and just having the last known uh, good save copy so if it was the previous day being able to give that information in a ticket and sending that off that gives the backup team uh, the needed information to know what the where that file was stored when the last known backup was for it and they can get that retrieved for you and pulled back uh, out of the uh, the backup system for you and get you back up and running with that file uh, asap so again it's it gives you uh, that added uh, support and help where you need it and how you need it. So how does the after hours support work? And one of the big things with businesses and IT today is nine to five doesn't usually cut it any longer. Uh, a lot of businesses run extended hours. They have multiple shifts. They may even have multiple locations. So one thing we like to uh, highlight when it comes to a managed service agreement is kind of that uh, it, it's a follow the sun scenario where it's more than just that nine to five. It can, we have many locations, which we'll talk about in the, in the next couple slides. But when it comes to that seven days a week by 24 hours a day, by 365 days of the year, this is where you can get that, that extra support that you need. So being able to pick up that phone and dial for uh, individual help on a particular problem, or just knowing that you can submit a ticket and you have uh, the same type of day or night uh, service level agreement that you would have had uh, whether it was nine to five so uh, again it's the extended work hour support that your business uh, can take full advantage of to keep things running smoothly for you just speaking a little bit more to the, what we were talking about with that sunrise the sunset uh, support pro serve it we do have uh, Quite a few locations now and we're uh, expanding across the globe so no matter which time zone you're needing support in or uh, what hour of the day it may be uh, you you can rest assured that an organization like ourselves will have that support coverage for you with our many locations we have now we it gives us a full coverage for uh, that sunrise to sunset no matter where you are so depending on when that ticket is submitted or when you call in Will depend on who or what location uh, you may deal with with our organization but you'll get that same level of customer support and service level uh, agreement provided for you uh, the time of the day doesn't matter at that point point. and again just talking a little bit more about doesn't matter how many locations your business may have whether you're traveling working from home um, multiple offices 
this is that global footprint that we're talking about and having that that type of coverage for your business so instead of having to rely on that nine to five you now have uh, coverage outside of that window and we'll just introduce uh, Corey here for the virtual CIO yeah thanks Tom and thanks for your time <clears throat> everybody on the call I'll be brief, but I think that uh, the virtual CIO role that we've introduced into the managed services um, portfolio is, uh, is a byproduct of us learning and understanding that customers need to sort of know what's going on out there. Um, they don't have a handle on, sometimes they don't have a handle on uh, what's going on in the market, uh, anecdotal evidence, things of that nature that sort of what are other people doing to address things like security and adoption of new technology and the order of operations and why. So we've introduced the VCIO as a, um, uh, a business value to us delivering a managed services offering for our accounts. So um, they get to know you, they get to know your business priorities, what your up against where you're going to grow, how you're going to expand, if you're going to expand, how you can take advantage of what you've invested in, in terms of new technology and software, and then give you that roadmap and that reporting structure in order to ensure that you're using technology based on how you've uh, adopted it. And uh, our experience there has been, uh, it's been very strong um, in terms of the feedback around how the VCIO helps customers understand specifically typically in their vertical and uh, sort of how people are growing and expanding their use of technology in a secure and orderly fashion and uh, the value impact has been huge and we, we sort of add this into every agreement to ensure that we're advising and um, guiding our um, customers uh, in their journey towards the cloud and how they adopt new technology. Next slide please. Um, in terms of reporting, so we we have the typical um, reporting in terms of service levels for you know feedback and resolution times and how long a ticket was opened and closed and the usual typical things. But we've introduced this thing called Smileback, which is a uh, as you see on the slide there, green face, yellow face, red face, which is a uh, immediate feedback loop for us from every single ticket that's opened by ProServe IT to ProServe IT. Um, every single customer experience gets a red, a yellow, or a green. And if we get a yellow or a red, uh, we immediately, uh, within two hours, call back from someone on the executive team to find out why. And what this does is it gives us a way for us to get this continuous feedback loop to improve ourselves and ensure that we're measuring the metrics, which is the user, the, um, user experience as opposed to the statistics and things in a spreadsheet that people typically can fudge. You can't fudge this. So this is what we we work hard to ensure. And I think we're in the 98th. Once I pass this back to Tom, he can confirm. He can confirm. But I think we're in the 98th percentile in terms of uh, green smilebacks. So if our customers are uh, pleased with our service, if the user experience is very um, positive, that's a good thing for us and for you and for a managed services provider, that's what you wanna see as opposed to the yellow and the red. So um, this is what we use to really measure how we're performing for you as part of our agreement for managed services. 
All right. So I think that's going to wrap it up for us here. On behalf of Tom, Corey, and myself, I wanted to say thank you very much for joining us today and for joining us uh, again on this managed services journey. Um, you know, we hope that you um, received the information that you were looking for and that you're, you know, maybe a little bit more comfortable with the idea of potentially becoming a managed services customer. That'll do it for us today. So thanks so much and um, hope you enjoy the rest of your day. 